0: Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Now, it's back to school time and many parents... Among you will be budgeting, but have you taken into account the fee that comes with voluntary contributions? A recent survey by Barnardo's said the average voluntary contribution this year costs parents €101 euro at primary level and €143 euro at second level. And we've got some callers or parents on the line to give their opinions now. And uh, we will start uh, with Liam this morning. Good morning to you, Liam. How you doing?
0: Good morning, Joe. How are you? Can, can you hear me all right there, Joe? I
1: can indeed. How are you doing? So, do you think that schools might be tapping into a keeping up with the Joneses mentality and parents won't take a stand against voluntary contributions for fear of looking poorer than others?
0: Well, Joe, I don't like them call voluntary contributions in the first place because they're not voluntary. I mean, I don't know where we got this idea that they're voluntary. If they're voluntary, we could decide whether to pay them or not. But they're not voluntary. They're expected and demanded by the school. And they put great pressure on young students to get this money from their parents. And in some cases, they'll hand out letters to students in class in front of their, in front of their other friends and stuff. And the friends will know that maybe Mammy or Daddy of the other student didn't pay the voluntary contributions. And it can be very, very um, off-putting for students. And it's not really fair. Like, um, the, the price of everything has gone up it's mad like and you said about Bernardo's there saying that the average cost was 100 euro I don't know what they're basing that on probably on figures from last year but most places have gone up this year you know yourself now with inflation and everything like the price of everything has gone up and really it, and of the parents are struggling to pay there's a the cost of living crisis and the price of everything has gone up Joe, and, and these going along with them and yeah. Like,
1: well, I'm some wondering, it is, is, way. do you think yeah. that smaller communities, for example, that that moral pressure is even more intense then? It is
0: true because everybody knows everybody. You know, and I mean, like, the, the smaller community, in fairness to the smaller community and the smaller school, I mean, the the price of heating the smaller school can be, in some cases, the same as the price of heating the bigger school because the costs are the same and having, you know, standing charges, they're all the same no matter what, what size of school. So when you're spreading that cost out over a smaller number of students, well, you know, it's going to be a bigger cost for that smaller community. And like you said there, then the moral imperative for them to pay the, for the students to pay that cost falls upon a smaller number of people. And if people can't afford it, or like I said, if these letters start getting handed out, it becomes very obvious who is paying and who isn't paying. And some people, you know yourself in Ireland, we don't like to be seen, we don't like to be seen to poor, whether we are poor or not. And like some people will struggle Put that money together, and it'll mean that something else has not been paid for. And like, there's a constitutional right in this country to have a free primary school education. That's in the constitution, Joe. And people are not being able to afford that because they're, they're having these voluntary contributions. And straight up now, as well as that, some not, not every not every student pays them. Like, you know, I mean, they don't pay them, and 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 they get away with that bill, whereas other people do. And some then don't have to pay them. And you'd have to wonder, like, I mean, you know, people on welfare, and I've nothing against people on welfare, they're on welfare, and they have a lot of other things helping them, you know, back-to-school payments and, you know, the, the shoes and books and things like that, which they need. But not that people don't realize they're working people. People who go out, you know, 40 hours a week, but they're not on big wages. Yeah. When you take but, but at away, the, the same cost,
1: time now, you know, the free school book scheme, for example, that's universally
0: applied. But, it's a, but here's the problem, like, you know, you're, you're putting in the free school book scheme and then you're adding, you're, you're increasing the costs of everything else. You'll, you'll increase the cost of voluntary contributions and you'll increase the cost of handing out worksheets and things like that. So, I mean, what you take away in one, what you give in one and you take away in the other. Yeah. You know, I mean, like...
1: Well, I want to talk to Sarah Lee as well. She's on the line this morning. We want to hear from you, by the way. WhatsApp or text 08612395. leave a voice note there as well on the voluntary contributions. And good morning to you. Um, and Barnardo's at uh, this survey, and I mean, they point out they've been highlighting this, would you believe, for almost 20 years now. But mm-hmm. the recent survey says 74% of primary and 78% of secondary school parents said their schools requested a voluntary contribution. Over two-thirds of parents said that it did not feel voluntary. Four in five secondary school parents and two-thirds of primary school parents said that parents should not have to pay it. Pay it and some parents stated that they're worried that not paying the fee could some way end up negatively affecting their child. Others suggested It means that children go without things like journals and lockers, essential elements of school life. And that sort of sums it up, doesn't it, Sarah Lee?
2: Yeah, it does. It sort of sums it up entirely. It's like the guilt, the shame is offloaded onto the parents. Letters in the post from schools. By the way, it's incremental, so the price goes up according to the year. This actually, to me, smacks the creation of a two-tier society and a worrying step towards privatization. Schools are supposed to be education in this country is supposed to be free. It's a constitutional right and it's certainly not voluntary. And plus the budget was increased in twenty twenty three to a nineteen million additional funding um, which was like, you know, given to schools and, and and another worrying trend is that they don't actually show where the money is spent. There's no transparency on the on the budget of voluntary funding. There is nothing on a website that shows the budgets that are actually spent by schools That money that's taken in and where it actually goes and how it's actually spent, that's very worrying. But I think that the thing that we should really look at is that it's wrong. Okay, so the government actually, it didn't exist. Have you ever noticed how the government bailed out banks after the crash in 2008? But don't you strike it funny how money is pushed upwards and parents in this actual crisis are actually asked to still pay voluntary contributions when the cost of living is so difficult? Like, there's something very wrong in a society where parents are actually shamed to actually pay for voluntary contributions. But but what is interesting at the same
1: time is, again, the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, is saying, no parent can be compelled to make a voluntary contribution to a school. She says, I have to keep reiterating that because it is factual and provided for in the Education Act itself.
2: Great. So she's telling that to the general public. But is she telling schools to stop sending out letters to parents through the post? Your voluntary contribution has not been paid yet. By the way, it's like 100 in, 100 in primary school. By the time your kid comes up to third year or fourth year, it's gone up to 350. Fourth year, maybe 400. Like, OK, where is the logic? Where is the logic in that? Like, I mean, it's grand to say, oh, by the way, parents, you know, to the general public, you know, this should not be our issue. The government should be funding the schools enough so that it does not become the issue. And by the way, we are dealing with actual inflation and what the government likes to do is they like to cut corners on their budget shove the money upwards and offload it in insidious little ways to the general public Whoa, well, voluntary contributions because we can't actually fund our schools accurately right. it's a constitutional right free education and what they give us a few few extra books
1: OK, well, I'd be you interested know, to hear what Tracy Tobin has to say. She's principal of St. Michael's Infant School on Sexton Street in Limerick and brand secretary of Limerick City INTO. And good morning to you, Tracy. Good morning, Joe. How are you? So what about that dilemma that Sarah Lee points out between what the minister is saying, it's voluntary, it's in the Education Act as voluntary, and schools sending out the letters on an annual basis?
3: Yes, um... I mean, I have to say I agree with what Sarah has said. I'm principal, as you said, of, a, of a, um, an infant school in Limerick City. But I also have four children, three of whom are in second level and one in primary. And I can say hand on heart, I have never been asked for a voluntary contribution for either of their schools um, to date. And, and me, and as a principal, we don't ask for volu- voluntary contributions from our students at all. But, but I
1: mean, that's pretty remarkable, though, most yes. would think.
3: Absolutely. But I, maybe I'm just very fortunate. But I do think everybody at the moment, you know, is financially challenged. And no matter who you are, where you work, what you do, everybody is financially challenged. Um, inflation has gone insane. It's very, very difficult for all parents currently at the moment. And I think we've always understood that. But again, you have to look at the funding for schools. We are underfunded by 12.5% when you compare to other OECD countries. In Ireland, primary education is underfunded by that percentage, which is quite remarkable when we hear all the time about the amount of money that's in the economy um, and I think you know the INTO I went to Dublin in June and to a lobbying event that we held just at the road from the Doll, and every county was represented so I represented Limerick and all our TDs would have attended not all of them most of them attended and one of our big asks was really can you please increase our funding our capitation and capitation is what runs a school, pays your electricity, pays your insurance, pays your phone, your postage, all of that, keeps your school running and pays the cleaner. And can you please increase that for primary education? Because currently it's €183 per child per year. If you go back to 2010, it was €200 in 2010. And then it was reduced because of the... um, because of the downturn in the economy to 176, and it was partially restored there in recent years to 183. Now, if you think of that, that's one euro per child per day to fund a school. And to me, that seems to be so underfunded. When you look at post primary, who get 316 euros per child per year. So there's a huge discrepancy between primary and post-primary in funding. And we're asking for a 20% increase in funding so that we don't have to ask parents for voluntary contributions. That should never be the case. No parent should be asked to pay anything extra other than paying for their uniforms or whatever it is that they have to pay to get their child back to school. So I'm fully in agreement with the oh, conversation here oh, today. Uh,
1: you've uh, heard quite a bit of frustration from those contributing so far about it itself and how it is perceived versus the reality. And Catherine Donnelly is education editor of the Irish Independent and independent.ie and she's on the line now. Good morning to you, Catherine. Good uh, so, morning, so, so what's the scene around the country? You know, we, we hit upon this every year and it seems that it creates terrible confusion But in the end, most parents, the vast majority, feel they have no option but to pay it, regardless of what the minister is saying, again, that it is truly voluntary.
4: That's absolutely true. Yeah, I mean, various surveys are done by organisations such as Barnardo's and the Irish League of Credit Unions and Vincent de Paul. And they, you know, the the figures might vary slightly, but it would certainly seem as if, um, well, certainly about 75% of parents are asked for it um and a very large proportion of those of those maybe another 75% feel that it's not voluntary they feel under severe pressure to pay it so that could be through the form of you know constant reminders from the school telling them they haven't paid it in in worst cases you hear of children who have been denied something like the school journal or access to a locker because the um the, the contribution hasn't been paid and that is naming and shaming a child and that is could n- never be considered then as part of a you know a voluntary framework, so that is the problem um, for parents that they feel under severe pressure to pay it The, 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 the requests from schools vary and it t- tends to be higher at post primary um, than at primary Vincent de paul 's survey earlier this year, which was very comprehensive and across both primary and post primary and it found that the, the the asks to parents range from about thirty euro to five hundred and fifty euro, which you know across post primary and post primary, which is you know five fifty would be enormous, um, and the average they worked out an average at about one forty other surveys would suggest that m- most parents are asked, it's between about 50 maybe and 150 or 200 would be the the more standard request.
1: And, and is but the that, government that, that, effectively that a of- turning a blind eye here, Catherine? You know, the, the education minister, whoever sure. that person is, sure. has the tendency to say it's in the Education Act, it is a voluntary, but sure, look, they're on the ground, TDs are on the ground, they know full well that in the vast majority it's of cases a- their constituents are paying it.
4: Well, exactly, yes. And I mean, the minister would say, well, if there is an issue, if a school has an issue, or if a parent has an issue, they can contact. They can, if if a school has an issue about finance, the parent has an issue about the school's approach um, for the voluntary contribution, they could contact the Department of Education. But there, there's a lot of grey matter here. It's not black and white, you know. And one of the problems is there's a complete lack of transparency as to what this money may be sought for. Um, as I say, about 25% of schools don't don't look for it at all. And of those who do, you know, the, the reasons for it vary. It might often be described as stationary or equipment or you know, photocopying. Um but parents are never quite clear, and parents would, you know, parents would also say that they may be aware that their school has considerable reserves, and why are they taking yeah. this money? And, and now, you, at the same time, it should, be, yeah, it, it, I should, I should point out, Joe, schools are not are underfunded. That there's no doubt about that. Schools are getting less. Schools get a grant from the department for every child, what they call a capitation grant, which is supposed to cover day to day running costs such as heating and lighting, and these and things like we say photocopying or whatever. Um, That grant was cut in 2010, back at the time of the the banking, after the banking crash, and it hasn't been fully restored. So there is, there is, you know, technically, well, officially, you know, schools are underfunded and it seems as if parents are picking up the slack. But but anecdotally, um,
1: Catherine, I mean, what are you hearing? Are students of families who do not pay this? missing out? is Are they missing out on extracurricular activities? Um, are they being more highlighted than others? So what is happening on the ground if well, it's not paid well, by I, a family?
4: I'm relying on parents who might contact me and it can be hard. Parents never want to go public and you say so you're relying on them to contact you. And many parents don't want to contact you because they don't want to go public because they feel then they'll be victimized further. But certainly over the years, I have had contact from parents who um, say that when they haven't paid the contribution, that their child has lost out on some aspect of school life. Usually the, the thing you hear about most frequently is the school journal, like, you know, maybe the, the homework journal or access to a locker. Um, which seems very unfair but well, it's more than unfair i mean it's it's it's, it's victimizing a child and it's you know, it's naming and shaming a family which is and it's, you know it's, it's you know can you can you imagine being the one child in the class who didn't ha- who didn't have a no, yeah access to a locker or, or who didn't, who didn't yeah. have the homework journal, you know what I mean Yes. Yeah, well, so, I'd be interested so to I mean, hear
1: what uh, Michelle has yeah. to say as well, uh, Michelle's on the line Hi um, so, mm-hmm. so, so do you think there is a lot of disparity between schools for example and what they're asking for even the amount that they're asking for in voluntary contributions
5: Absolutely, I do, and like my my children are both in primary schools. Well, one's about to start the primary school, and they've has been there for a couple of years, so that's my experience. It hasn't been post primary. Um, however, um, like that, I have been listening to my friends and family for years talking about voluntary contribution, and in some cases, it seems to be extremely high. Where where my kids go to school, it seems to be a fair amount. It's on the lower end of the scale. But and I have been involved in parent associations where we've had the principal in and and they have explained where it goes. So I suppose in some ways that's a privilege. As Catherine says, a lot of parents don't know where it goes or what it's for. They don't understand what they're being asked for and why why they're being asked for it. However, in my case I have had that that little inkling of information. And I think it's very hard as Tracy said there for principals because the it is underfunded. We all know it is a fact that schools are underfunded and that there are more and more costs. The cost of living crisis that's hitting us as individuals, it's hitting schools as well. You know, the cost of toilet rolls, the cost of cleaning products, the cost of cleaners, all of that. And that's what I, my understanding of it is. is, is paying for it to keep the doors open and the lights on, you know. Um, the, the, the government seems to fund the teachers, but the actual school itself Is a little bit of a grey area, Um, but I have heard, you know, I've heard awful stories um, from from friends where basically it was obvious that a child in the class hadn't paid it, um, and and, or a family hadn't paid it, and everybody in the in the class knew, and that's wrong very wrong.
1: Well I'd be very interested to hear, uh, Tracy Tobin is the principal of St Michael's Infant School on Sexton Street and brand secretary of Limerick City INTO. I mean I presume you would be horrified at the idea that uh, children may be picked out in this way or might be denied access to a school locker as uh, Catherine Donnelly was outlining.
3: Absolutely, I think that's scandalous. I think you know every child should be treated the same, it doesn't matter. You know, what money they pay, what money they have, where they come from. Every child is to, you know, is entitled to equality of opportunity in school and I would be horrified, you know, if that happened to any of my children or if any of the children in my school once they move on. I just think that is not right. But I think Joe we have to come back to the real problem here and the problem is the funding. We need the, the, the minister to step up and to fund schools appropriately so that the child is the person who benefits at the end of the day. And that's that's what education is all about. Stop having principals worrying day in, day out if they can pay their electricity bill, their gas bill, and allow them to run and, their and, and, you know, and focus on their I want to give you a cha-
1: chance to defend principals here now because one listener has got in touch to say, Get with the programme, Joe. You'll see a face on the principal if you refuse to pay a voluntary contribution fee, particularly if that principal sees you driving a new car and, in his or her mind, you can afford it. Now, what would you say to that listener, Tracy?
3: Well, to be honest, that, that I'm not that principled.
1: No, no, I know. personally I
3: know and I just think, I mean, at the end of the day, it's free. We're we're entitled to free education. We we expect to get free education, and the free school books for primary school was very welcome this year. And I think there's a lot more to come, so that you know parents can actually say, yes, my child receives a free education, because right now that is not happening, and it's not right. It's not fair. Parents work really hard, whether they work in the home or they work outside of the home. They work very very hard to send their children to school and to get them, you know, to, to have whatever they need for school. I just think this is ridiculous. Last year, the the, the minister gave schools an extra 40% top-up on their capitation grant because of the, you know, the, the rise in utilities bills. And that was a once-off forty percent increase, and it was very welcomed by schools because we all know we all are getting you know high electricity bills. So that was really really important that we got that. So if that could have been done last year, surely it can happen you you know next year and the year after. But there's no certainty. Schools don't know yeah. will that come again this year, and that the electricity bills have not decreased. Yeah.
1: You know, and, 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 so and Sarah Lee, I mean, it does sound like hearing the conversation and the flow of it this morning that this is not going to change. That this will continue to be a recurring issue.
3: Yes. I mean, okay, Joe, we're well, underfunded. I, 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 just, if I, you I, look I, at the OECD countries, countries, we are underfunded. Yeah. We are I, like 12.5% I, 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 less. I,
1: I, just just other other I, I just want to let Sarah Lee in on that as well, Tracy.
2: Okay, so the problem, yes, is funding and the problem is being underfunded. Now, the government has offloaded this, this problem to schools and parents, okay? So both schools... And parents are victims here. By the way, in 2021, Sinn Fein were voted in by democratic vote as the party to actually lead the country, which were then who were then derailed. I mean, which was shocking to me. Jackson well, well, I well, got a minute. No, that's that's the, that's the democratic a, system in the No, no, no it's no, it is. No, I mean, no, uh, coalitions, no, Féin,
1: coalitions Féin, are formed. And that's you know, yeah, that's okay, the way it works.
2: Sinn Fein. Sinn Féin introduced in 2021, right, a voluntary contributions bill, right, that allowed for a culture of transparency, openness and feedback where schools would be actually obliged to talk about their budgets, to actually show where the money is spent. The problem arises where there is a lack of transparency. By the way, the voluntary contributions thing, you want to know what actually else happens on the ground? It actually, In terms of domestic abuse, it actually can become a financial control for fathers paying maintenance to pay the voluntary contributions that the mother cannot pay and actually take it from their maintenance. Right. This, has
1: actually, this has actually been spoken about. I've met mothers, I've spoken about it, and it's actually a problem okay. also. Oh, okay, okay. There, there is there is undoubtedly an, an awful lot uh, to this, which is why we have a tendency to come back to it um, more than once, um, and I'm sure we will again. But we thank you all very much for talking to us this morning. Sarah Lee, Michelle, uh, Liam, uh, Tracy Tobin, and Catherine Donnelly of the Irish Independent.